Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> Take three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get there eventually. We will we'll get, get there eventually. Uh, I think, though, the fact that last week, Jamie, went a little bit ropey and we had to ju jump to Zoom probably sums up uh, what small businesses are going through, trying new things and trying to be as, uh, what would you say, as flexible as they can and trying to yeah. make the best of all situations. Everyone's trying to adapt. Let me get the light on here because it's kind of dark. But uh, everyone's trying to, trying to adapt to... Uh, the current surroundings and, and how, um, you know, how, how they kind of move forward, how they meet people, how they engage with customers, build relationships, build their business or pivot their business. Uh, Zoom, Google Hangout, um, you know, Instagram, uh, Facebook Live, all these different things, um, you know, are really coming to the fore now. And, and even, even trying to get your balance of how you work from home and, and all that yeah. sort of thing and, and um, how you structure your day even. Uh, all these small things that people never really considered and, and I think will definitely change um, how we operate going forward. Yeah, I do. I said this last week, it's definitely going to change how I operate. And, and most people I'm speaking to uh, on Zooms these days are saying the exact same thing. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Um, well, listen, to get into the session today, guys, uh, for everyone watching, thanks very much for tuning in. And if you're watching this later, thanks again. Uh, myself and Jamie are speaking before the call. What we decided to do uh, today, actually, is to shout out to five SME businesses each that we kind of know, we know are doing a good job either before or during COVID-19. Uh, so Jamie, do you want to fire away with your five first and I'll jump in with my five? Yeah, I, I suppose it's more the people that I, I've dealt with, dealt with like kind of in the, in the local area firstly. Yeah. Um, you know, I have, I, I, I live in, in Sandy Mount, so close by to me, you've got Mulligans, um, who are, you know, the, the bar is closed, but they're doing the restaurant, they're serving to call and collect. Uh, I've collected a junior sandwich today, Great. and um, I'm probably going to get my Sunday roast from the Chop House, which is, which is those, those three. But also a shout out to um, Fingal Ferguson and his, his farm called Gubin um, Farm, which a lot of people probably know from down in Cork. Um, he's really, he's well known for making uh, handmade knives but also his farm has artisan meats, uh, cheeses, that sort of thing. Uh, he's, he's pivoted his business into, into home delivery. And um, I suppose the other one that uh, I've always been a big fan of is um, Drop Chef. They're kind of like uh, Blue Apron from America. Um, so they send you, you know, you order your meals, you can go into their website, you can pick whatever you want. Uh, in terms of, you know, vegetarian meals, whatever type of meals for families or one or two people. And they send you everything um, measured up, already prepared. Um, you just got to yeah. cook it and they give you the menus and stuff like that. So it's, it's no waste and it's, a, it's, it's all end-to-end, -end, you know, delivery process. So they're obviously out the door as well. So um, they would be my kind of ones right now. Excellent, excellent. You just made me very hungry with your foot. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like I need to go get a steak, get really good knives and forks out, and really have a feed. So cheers for that. Uh, well, look, my five, I'm going to start out the field as well. My five is for Cali Cali Tom Gannon, who also uh, looks after NutriQuick, again, doing that kind of uh, change their business and getting deliveries out to people. And I think they're looking at one of their new businesses, one of their new food trucks as well that he had planned. For festivals around Northern, they're going to maybe look at doing fast food delivery, food, food delivery around with uh, chicken wings with a new sauce, which I think is great. Uh, I'm going to go for the TV installer. Ruben was in my house uh, before uh, COVID-19. I did see his business close down pretty quickly on the back of COVID-19. So I think uh, when you get back up morning, we give T uh, Ruben a show for TV installer. Mars Pharmacy, Uno Hagen. Uh, I have a bit of a kidney complaint, and I'm always down the pharmacy 
at least once a week and the guys at Marge are doing a phenomenal job at keeping things going and the owner's doing really good content keeping people up to date uh, next one I'm going to go for is Tough Glove uh, Tony Brown uh, Tony is doing a series of online sessions for people to keep fit with exercise etc and then I'm going to go for Keeping Dublin Afloat a new Instagram page got 100 followers yeah. so jump on there and give them a shout uh, it looks like you can promote your business through there for free I think it's a great concept I actually, so, I actually came across afloat. them today um... did you? Earlier, yeah, you, you know, in your Explore, that yeah. one popped up, and I can't remember the name of it, but there was a company that was a printing company that had pivoted and now printing off labels for people to stick on their door of their houses for if they're, you know, elderly people are in the house or people who might be um, at risk and stuff like that. So, a really good idea. That is a deadly idea. That is a really good idea. Uh, well, look, that's it. If you're listening and you want us to share with your business, uh, let us know uh, by next week. Send us a DM with your business, what you do, what you're doing differently uh, since COVID-19 happened. And also, if you want a topic for us to talk about next week, uh, we'll pick up a couple of ideas as well from SME businesses. So uh, let's get the DMs into me and questions and ask Paul by email or just DM, sorry, into the page, ask Paul. Uh, Jamie, right, today's topic uh, for SME businesses, we're five minutes in, so we've got about 20-odd minutes left. We're going to have a chat quickly about personal brand um, and what people can do to help themselves in the middle of this, maybe rebrand or maybe rethink about marketing if they've never done it before. Uh, yeah. I technically think a lot of businesses set up without maybe giving a marketing too much of a proper, proper weighting, whether it's money-wise or time-wise as well. So uh, that was a question I got in of a lot of people since last week. Um, how do you brand? How do you do so well on social media? Um, and then I thought no one better than yourself, obviously, from a personal brand point of view. So, um, yeah, would, you, would kind of, you pick this one off for us? It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Like, I mean, um, it's right now, I'd say across most industries, marketing and sponsorship is probably the first thing that's cut from all yeah. their budgets. When, you know, if you think about it, like it, you could argue that it's actually the time where you need you need to be out there. You need to be positioning yourself. You need to be uh, marketing yourself and, and getting your brand right. And yeah. um, but sometimes it's the first thing that's always cut off um, the bottom of the list. Um, I, I always think it's very important. I think it's very important that um, everyone, every company, um, considers themselves a brand. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you're a brand, you got to have purpose. You got to have values. Um, you gotta, you know, you 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 gotta really create almost like a tribe or a community around your brand for what yep. it stands for, you know. And and when you do that, you'll have people who are on the inside, you'll have people on the outside, you know, because you gotta know exactly, get real specific of who your customer is and who you're kind of catering for, and then that will inform a lot of where you put your content, what you talk about, and and almost like a moth to the flame or a moth to the light, where you are the light, yeah. um, you'll almost bring the customers to you you know mm -hmm. and, and you can do that through all, all sorts of different means um i think it's really really important that that companies you know now some people might have time about it but they really establish what their brand is about and what their yeah. purpose is about because in a way it'll actually clarify a lot of things for you and, and almost like a tree it will it will create the trunk of your tree that will mm -hmm. become kind of like the, the core of how you make your decisions and then you'll let the branches you know branches will form off that and and um, that's where you can have people almost be given the, the autonomy, autonomy to make decisions, even if it's not necessarily marketing or, or, or whatever, but it's still in touch with the brand and what's yeah. it about because it's still attached to that core of, of the value and the brand purpose. Yeah, I, I think that's so true. I think people should be taking their time now if you yeah. didn't have a strong marketing proposition. Uh, maybe time to think about it a bit more, maybe time to reach out. You could do a lot of social media courses online. 
read about it, pick up. We mentioned uh, I'm a big fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. I think he's brilliant. I've watched Gary Vaynerchuk, a lot of his content before I set up the Ask Paul uh, brand for our company, Pax. Um, yeah. So, yeah, get on, have a look at what Gary's doing, have a look at what other people are doing. Uh, and also look at what your competitors are doing. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, if you know someone that's in the same business as you and they're maybe doing something a bit unique and something different, maybe look at how they're doing it. Maybe you could do it with a bit of twist on it, maybe add a little bit more value. Uh, but I do think it'd be great for people to, and maybe you would agree with this, to just really take, if you're off work or you've no business and you've closed down, take the next few weeks or months to reposition yourself, I suppose, and think about it and reach out and get help off people. Seems, yeah, there's no problem. I think I think you know everyone is wants to help here. Everyone wants to help someone. Wants to you know give them information, provide value to them. Yeah. And as a brand, you know, a company sometimes we get too carried away with with always trying to sell, yeah. um, and always trying to position a sale or close a sale. Um, when really, you know, the, you, what you you know, there's nothing wrong with giving stuff away for free. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with creating um, real value and, and content for. Um, you know, your tribe or your community, as we talked about, and, and creating value in other ways for them, as yeah. opposed to, like, if you keep, like, emailing the whole time or, or constantly messaging them on, on social media channels, going, bye, 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 people will just unfollow you, people will just, you know, unsubscribe. I think really what you want is is to create value and play the long game with people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Channels like this, stuff that you're doing, for example, you know, putting the content out there for free, giving people, you know, advice, um you know, giving them incentives, showing you, showing them the value that you can bring to the table. Um, your people can do that in, in various different ways. I think that's not limited to uh, the advice industry either. Uh, no. There's, a, there's any industry can, I think, are really, going to use one of your words, pivot on this. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start using that way more. <laughs> uh, but I think if a lot of pe- people can do that and they can maybe start giving, like even if, I don't know, let's use an example of a mechanic. I st- I'm brutal with cars, wouldn't know my... Head for my toes when I be open a bonnet of a car to look at an engine. But you yeah, just just yeah. So just an idea, maybe your mechanic watching today, maybe show people around the car more and that might get you more business into your into your uh, workshop. Uh, because I do think if you create that value add, uh, people do tend to come. I've noticed that big time with the Ask Paul brand that we created. Uh, you know, we just give a lot of information out and let people know the right way, the way I think you should do it. Uh, from a personal and a professional point of view. Um, and people tend to enjoy the content and tend to then come to us when they need some type of financial service, whether it's a mortgage or pensions, investment savings, etc. They kind of just... I think you've got to play the long game as well, don't you, Paul? Like, I mean, you, you, can't, you can't play that short game because like, that's where you've you got to think of, of building a relationship here. You've got to think you know, of, of building a long-term relationship with a customer because you almost want them to sell the product for you. You almost want them to yeah. sell that to someone else. And that's, yeah. that's yeah. like, think about it. Like it, it makes the most sense when it's, when your buddy tells you, oh, here, man, you know, I listened to this podcast or, you know, I bought this whatever item and it was really, really cool. Or, and we all do know, that. We yeah, all do you kind of listen, you know what I mean? Like we used to do it in the rugby world where like, you know, some guy's doing something recovery wise, it's working for him. They're like, oh, where did you get that? What are you doing? Um, you know, and you, you just share the information yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think that's that's a really, really valuable tool, um, a really, really valuable tool and, and mindset that people should have as opposed to sell, 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 sell. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the, think the sell, sell, sell thing is just gone out the window. Uh, so, look, let's talk about platforms then that people, so we've identified that people, if they are watching the SMEs and they maybe hadn't spent too much time on marketing because they're just busy, 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 getting weak, kind of getting to the end of the week, end of the week, and caught on that kind of rudder, run the business all the time and yeah. haven't spent time. Think about the business, this is probably your time. 
So what would you do? Where would you go? So a uh, big believer, obviously, around the Instagram platform. So I recommend if you're watching this uh, on Instagram or Facebook, you have maybe a personal account. Uh, yeah. So get yourself a business account, ASAP, link it to your personal account. Uh, and that's obviously been a great success for you, Jamie, as well, from the point of view of a personal brand. Well, I think it's very important. Like, it's a big thing that I think rugby players or professional athletes in general are, 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 are realizing that, like, they see all these sponsors. So when you look at the, let me take a step back. When you look at, I think, the sport and industry in general, about 70, 80% of the money in the sport is actually from broadcasting rights, media right. rights, TV money, basically. And then about another 20% is sponsorship money. And then the next 10% is like, you know, my, uh, you know this is just top line stats. So yeah. again, I'll caveat, uh, yeah. you know, apologies <laughs> if I get it wrong. But like, in general, um, you know, the, the last kind of 10% is like, uh, ticketing and merchandise and that sort of thing, right? So, the eighty percent of what, like, what are they selling? Like, they're selling a brand, they're selling a yeah. product, and I think the the more people realize, like, athletes realize in that field that they are a brand unto themselves, um, that's why sponsors pay them. You know what I mean? And I think, um, like that, you got to realize your brand. Okay, what is your brand about? What are you about? I mean, the lines get a little bit blurred because yeah. you're person as such and sometimes lads the athletes have a have a problem kind of seeing that but i can yeah. tell you uh, corporations and companies don't have a problem seeing that in you you know an association yeah. themselves with you so you've got to you've got to kind of look at it like that and, and maybe get if you're not good at that get people around you to to consider it and um, because once this all comes back online you know i think that's going to it's going to grow again it was growing in terms of the valuations and money in the sport not just rugby but in sport in general and yeah. um, so that's hence why sorry uh, that's why a good while ago and and for a long long time i was always looking at how do you go direct to consumer and um, yeah. how do how do you kind of bypass the media spend kind of um control there and when like, i was one of the first athletes well, not one of the first athletes, but one of the first guys, kind of guys in rugby to lean into Twitter and Instagram and uh, and Facebook. Now I got a little bit of abuse about it. <laughs> at the uh, beginning. <laughs> at the beginning. And yeah. I got, and I got like kind of, I some players kind of coming up to me, kind of making a joke of it. And now yeah. I swear to God, nearly everyone is on it. Yeah. Nearly everyone is on it. Right. For that reason, because it, it they're able to, it's another avenue for them to kind of let people see behind the curtain a little bit, give them a little bit of insight but also realize that you're kind of almost selling a brand. And that's why, that's why you're seeing all the lads with different, uh, if they're pushing Dove Men's Healthcare right now, yeah. or if they're pushing Leia Healthcare, or they're pushing, what else have I seen? Different gym ones being pushed, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're able to do it through these channels. Yeah, yeah. And it makes a difference. Think about what, what we're trying to get across. If you are watching and you have a bit personal page and your business page, um, being here and doing what Jamie described there, this is the quickest way to get to the consumer. Uh, you don't need to spend massive amounts of money uh, on advertising. No, advertising radio, do a bit of TV, do various different things. But this is always the best medium for my business has always been this. So just get, it's hard, maybe you're not confident, but it is hard to get sometimes in front of the camera. Uh, but if you can do it, you're just skipping all that noise and you're just and The thing is as well, you're, like, your, your company brand doesn't necessarily have to be you. You know, it can be a character. Yeah. Like, take Paddy Power, for example. You know what yeah. I mean? Paddy Joe Power is, yeah, yeah, they're characters. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, they can put whoever they want in that, but they, they live up to kind of what the brand is about. Yeah. And yeah. So, That's a great idea, actually. It doesn't have to be you. Yeah, yeah it doesn't true, have really. to be you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, it can be a cartoon. It can be anything. Um, but it's definitely something people should um, 
consider doing going forward and, and now if they have the time it's something that they should they should look at and maybe learn a little bit more about yeah yeah no i think i think you're right uh, i do think then the instagram let's call them out so instagram obviously facebook or linkedin instagram uh, and um, what's your twitter have you yeah. got you, on pic- to, uh, you beat me to it <laughs> you beat me to it uh, I, I i logged on to try and understand it but i'm just like no just yeah, not. I do the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and with yeah. one that one that people forget about a lot is actually I, I and I don't know why uh, YouTube, like because yeah, yeah, like you YouTube, it can help with your SEO optimization as well. If you're posting on on YouTube yeah. and you control your YouTube channel yeah. and you can go live on that as well, um, or you can take you do this video. About it, actually, you're right. You do forget yeah. about it. You do, and I think actually, uh, just shouting out YouTube. If you want to know more about social media, just type it into YouTube. You're probably going to get a load of content for free, video wise and training sessions that will help you maybe break into the social yeah. media world for the first time from from a business point of view. But yeah, everyone, I don't know. Is it because YouTube is so instilled that it's from like Google Age and it's kind of being there all the time that people don't associate with social media account because it's not as uh, I think, uh, as interactive as this maybe. You have to go in and it's just... A, I think just in a, a really company. weird way, it wasn't, it wasn't like this was, like Instagram, for example, was mobile first and it's still mobile first. Like you try, yeah. go, try and go on Instagram on your uh, desktop, it's, it's not the same functionality no, at all. Yeah. It's mobile first and mobile only actually. Um, YouTube came up in an era when it, it was desktop first and then mobile. So maybe that's, that's kind of why it's yeah. not the same, but it still has, uh, I think there's a billion year, uh, users on YouTube. Um, and like I said, it's in that ecosystem as well. But what I, what I was trying to say to people is that like, it doesn't, you know, you can, you can, for the one, we create this piece of content here, for example, we can push this out, we can record this, this is then pushed out on, yeah. we can push this out on LinkedIn, we can push this out on Facebook, we can push this out on YouTube, all by a click. You know what I mean? So I, what I think kind of say to people is, out of one piece of content, like at an interview, you can get a transcript, you can make a, uh, an actual um, you know, blog post of that, you yep. get a video out of it. You can actually, if you really wanted, you could extract the audio from this, put a podcast out there, you know what I mean? And then you have all, you just cur- curating this content that um, is not for everyone and you don't yep. have to be for everyone, mm-hmm. it's for yep. your customer. Yeah, it's different media. A good, a good question there, boy, if uh, Mrs. Lee Nielsen, I think it was, Lee, fair play. He just mentioned LinkedIn quickly, Jamie. We forgot LinkedIn. Uh, I, yeah. I, have a, I have a little bit of an issue with LinkedIn and so, the way some people use it, to be honest with you, uh, Lee. And that is that you tend to be on it with your competitor. So obviously, a financial advisor. If you go through my LinkedIn, now I have a company, a few different companies. One of my companies is software that we provide financial advisor with software. So they're my customers, so I have them on LinkedIn. But a lot of people are on LinkedIn with their kind of peers and their competition and not many customers, I find. Yeah. And I think LinkedIn is at the getting into the trap where every day my LinkedIn just gets hammered by 15, 20 people trying to connect to me uh, from other countries, from a software point of view. And I just, I, I kind of got... I don't know. I just a little bit fed up with LinkedIn because it's just... It, it, yeah, I don't know. It, should, it doesn't seem to be as, as much free space again, as there again, is I, for my I business. Think, I think it depends on your business and the industry yeah. that you're in, and and what you're, who you're going after. You know, there's one. The question came up by the fruit people there uh, yes, earlier as well the B2B, uh, regarding B2C, like B to B, B to C. And I, re- I, I, I think in in today's land, for the majority of business, you're actually both. You're yeah. not one or the other, um, and that's what I mean by being a brand. It's like. It comes back to that brand question. Um, you know, you can get, if you spend time on your brand purpose and your brand values and what it's about, then that will establish a lot of, okay, where, where are you then? 
You know what yeah. I mean? Does it make sense for your brand to be on LinkedIn? Yes or no? Uh, for you, it might not, right? Because you you could argue for ask Paul that okay, it's very cons- it's, it's very consumer focused. So actually, that should be on the other channels, not really LinkedIn. Yeah. However, yeah. for take a, is it Clear Choice or something like that? Maybe yeah. it should be on LinkedIn. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, exactly. It is a B two B. Yeah, a pure B two B. Um, something like uh, Kitman Labs, for example, a company I'm involved with, kind of both. You know what I mean? Um, quite industry specific in terms of um. Uh, sports data and analytical data and how you use it. However, okay. very consumer focused in terms of people have an interest in sport. You know what I mean? So yes, you need yes. to kind of blend both. Um, and I, I think it can be really useful in terms of lead generation. Uh, LinkedIn can be in terms of getting leads and there's different ways you can scrape information from it. But that's um, what that guy, Neil, Lee just came back and said, Jamie, there. He said he used it there. You see the comment, he used it to get CEOs' names and owners' names for businesses, which is obviously yeah. a great tool to do it. But I think you go a step further. I know a lot of people are big believers in Sales Navigator on LinkedIn. Uh, so yeah. I don't know, Lee, if you haven't bought that part of the package for LinkedIn, give it a shot. They usually get free trials out, get a bit of tr- use this time again to upskill yourself on Sales Navigator. And uh, maybe you might be able to find a better way to connect with the CEOs and the managers of the business you're trying to do business with, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, for LinkedIn, is it's one of those, like everything, to try, try these things and see what kind of reaction you're getting from them. Uh, but yeah, I think just, just people, on that, actually, like, um, like no one should really, everyone thinks that um, they want success overnight with a lot of these things. And unfortunately, it's, it's kind of gradually, then suddenly. You know, I think, is that the Ernest Hemingway quote? Um, like, you've got to keep kind of just plodding away, plodding away, plodding yeah. away, building up your, email, your newsletter list. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, again, something, uh, uh, something that you can, you can just provide value as opposed to selling to your customers. Like, imagine yeah. you send a weekly newsletter of value, of like yeah. cool stuff in a field that you thought was interesting. You bang it out to them. There you go. I'm not selling anything. There's some really imp- interesting information on, I don't know, Paul, like in your world, like rates or latest government uh, initiatives or yeah. wh- whatever, you know what I mean? Um, and I think, uh, it, again, it's another touch point that people got to consider um, as, as a way of providing value. And then just do it so, like slowly, slowly building up that list. And then oh, out of nowhere, you have this, you might have a couple of thousand people that you're constantly, you, you have a really strong relationship with. Yeah, yeah, no, it makes a difference. I think, you, I think two things there. If you're, if you're thinking about getting into social media, whether it is LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, video, whatever you're going to do, or creating that uh, maybe character we spoke about, Joe Dorie or, or Paddy Powerhouse, if that is something you're doing, patience is absolutely key. Like, I'm four and a half years nearly trying to do with the Ask Paul brand, and it took a very long time to catch on. But I always was told from the beginning, again, by looking at guys like Gary Vaynerchuk, that you kind of just have to be really patient, plan it, Keep consistent with your content. That weekly easy for argument's sake. If you're going to create it, you have to do it weekly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Otherwise, you just lose your value. If somebody doesn't get it one week and you get it a month later, it just becomes patchy and those. You have to be very, very consistent with what you're doing and how you're doing it. So that's uh, that's probably your big key. Just one thing to wrap up on. I, I want to go back to the fruit people, Jamie, if that's okay. Uh, I thought that was a really good question because people are trying to uh, go from fairness. They did call you over the good call out the pivot thing as well. So how do you pivot from B to B to B to C? So if we're looking at going from B to B to B to C, I suppose that's because the few fruit, the few, yeah, the few <laughs> fruit people, uh, Jesus would have uh, probably had a lot of consumers, direct consumers, and now they're trying to get the businesses that are open. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, thanks for the question. That's a big share of the fruit people. But again, how do you 
to how do you actually pivot from B to B to B to C? I would think that LinkedIn is probably the obvious place to start off with the last person mentioned because you're going to see more businesses probably there, sorry, businesses everywhere, but you're probably going to get the people on LinkedIn that you want to get the chat to. Uh, but just make yeah. yourself available. Isn't let businesses know what you do. A lot of businesses don't know. You think everybody knows about your brand as well or everybody knows what you do. Like I don't like I, the fruit people I know they deliver fruit and whatever else. Uh, but there's some people I that actually thought they, they were. Do. See, this this is my mistake. I actually thought they were a consumer brand as well as a as a business brand, right. but I, I was wrong. But they had a really strong brand. So, uh, you know, in terms of pivoting, I I think it's like, you know, looking at your product uh, or looking at your service and how can you. You know, you know what's what's the core value that it's it's delivering? How can you make that? Um, you know, how can you change it to to keep delivering that value to to alternative yeah. uh, customers? Or maybe this is the push that you need to. You were always thinking of trying, like maybe the fruit people were trying that, for example. And we're just hanging our hat on the fruit people right now, right? But yeah. maybe they were always thinking, going, look, we'll eventually do that. But they're just running, 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 growing the the business side of it, the 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 B two B side of it, and then this is the change that they needed to go for. And um, I'm not saying that's the same for everyone, but like there's, there's bloody Michelin yeah. star restaurants now that you can do call and collect from, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and would have never done it, would have done like, yeah. like literally only opened up their, their, their reservation book twice a year. Uh, and now you can call and collect. So they're, you know what I mean? And maybe, maybe they'll kind of go, actually, that's really interesting. It's, it kind of provides, uh, maybe they pivot their business into, the other one I actually got, I know the guys from Butcher Grill, one of them lives locally and they're now doing at home Butcher Grill kits. You know what I mean? Like where yeah. they have all the ingredients, a lot of it, some of it's pre-cooked in the vacuum bags, you just heat it up um, stuff like that. And maybe that's, you know, they look at that going forward going, actually, you know, the cost of that versus, you know, the, the cost of making it, you know, we just really, all they're paying for is like, it's the same prep work as the restaurant. They do yeah. it earlier anyway, and then they sell it on for probably a better margin. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's 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 different ways yeah. I mean people can think people about the same product just wrapped up in different ways. Yeah, people are going to really start changing how to do business. That's a classic example. You're making me hungry again. Stop talking about it. It is that it is that time. It is that time. <laughs> there, there goes the steaks again. Leave it out keep it off with the steaks. Uh, right, well listen, we're nearly up to thirty minutes. We want to keep these sessions short and snappy. We're gonna be back on next week. But Jane, before we uh, finish up, just wanna let people know if you are an SME business uh, make sure you comment and maybe get other SME businesses involved in looking at this. It's only 30 minutes, should be educational. Hopefully, get some value from it. We're just trying to create value here for people. And ultimately, if you think you are, if you want us to give you a shout out next week, uh, this week you pick five of your own. Uh, so, next week, drop me a DM, give me your name, let me know what your business is doing, and we'll try and shout you out on the show, uh, which will be back on next Thursday, uh, same time, 6 p.m. here on Instagram Live. I think a really good uh, shout as well, Paul, would be if people just tag us as well, you know, just, just yeah. tag us on stories, stuff like that yeah. during the week in terms of either. Uh, you know, posts with businesses that are pivoting. Uh, there's keeping Dublin afloat coming in there. Um, there's keeping you know, Dublin afloat, fair play. <laughs> yeah. Posts of businesses that are, are pivoting, how you're pivoting, um, and, and you know, just, just tag us in a post, either myself or Paul or both of us, and we'll try and, um, we'll try and give you a shout out and see, you know, how we can help. Yeah, perfect. We'll do that and try and get this going. Uh, Jamie, have a nice evening with the family. Good to chat you as always, and we'll talk to you next week. Hey, Randy. Cheers, everybody. Thanks for being Good luck. Right. Bye.